New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support. Hello, I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Today I'm hosting Kelly and Tom Shellstead, and they are the founders and facilitators of Inner Guide Expeditions, Transformational Wilderness Adventures for Teenagers and Families. Welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Thank Thank you, Justine. Thank you. In the expeditions you do, in all the the circles that you do, in the various ways that you facilitate both teenagers and families, I'm curious as to the idea that you have presented that even with all the electronic devices and Facebook and the Internet and, and Twitter and just all that's available right now to teenagers, many of them are feeling very, very isolated. Can you say something about that? What is your view of that and what's going on? There's this deep longing in each of us to have the feeling that we belong. And in the teenage years, it is so strong, this feeling of being pulled to belong to something bigger than ourselves, to ourselves. This need for being social is so developed and it's on a height peak in the adolescent years. And where teens today are going to get that need for belonging, that sense of belonging, is to their phone primarily. And putting up little like blips of themselves, images of how they want to portray who they are. It's really this sort of identification of whatever they want to be, that is actually really different than who they may actually be inside or what they're feeling. And so it creates this sense of separation, this actual void where they're looking for belonging. They're actually feeling more and more isolated because it's not a true connection that they're having. It's putting up these images and it's these images connecting and talking to each other that's not actually who they yeah. are. It's like putting up a facade yes. to feel accepted and feeling accepted for your facade, but in the background, knowing that you're putting up a facade and it's not really you, so not feeling accepted. So you feel kind of a fraud underneath all of that. You know, I, I'm thinking as as you do these trips, these expeditions, and and I know that they involve some backpacking sometimes and sometimes kayaking and canoeing and sleeping out in the wilderness, and you visit hot springs, and you tell a story at some point in one of the trips that you are are in the hot springs and you're having a circle in the hot springs and, and, and you're facilitating these young people to speak truthfully what's going on for them. And there's a wonderful story about a young man who felt that kind of isolation. Can you tell that story? Yeah, it's um, a boy that we've been working with for years and it was a time of his life where he isolated himself in his room and really turned towards the computer 
video games and um, had a whole community in that sort of digitalized world, but stayed in his room and lost physical friendships um, and also uh, connection with his mom. And he felt really isolated, although he would never say it. He's been doing trips with us, and this came at a time when he decided to go on a spring break trip with us, where we go into the mammoth wilderness, or, you know, like we have the mammoth mountain there, we're, we're skiing, but we, this night happened in one of the hot springs at, in Mammoth, California, and the stars were huge, it was the end of the trip, he had, you know, in circles that happened every night, he didn't share a whole lot, you could tell he was just taking it all in, because the circles are really potent, and we're in this hot spring, the steam is rising, stars are overhead, you know, you've got the mountains the way off in the distance, just gorgeous, and the circle started, and it was one of those circles where you could feel the alchemy. Everybody was sharing, and crying, and really deep, and getting reflection, and so much seeing of who they were, and then it was this boy's turn to talk, and he just opened. He started sharing everything of how isolated, I have tears in my eyes, how isolated he was feeling, and, because I love him a lot, um, and how alone he was feeling for so long, and how he didn't know how to get himself out of it. And he was crying, and there was a pause in his story of how he was feeling, and I looked at him, I said, how do you feel right now? And he looked at me, and he just said, like I have myself back again. And then we just hugged in the middle of this hot spring, and there was something that was so powerful in our hug, like he entranced right to my breath. And we started breathing at the very same time, like he was breathing and I was breathing and it was just this, the stars overhead and he switched. He totally, he went back to his world after that and started making changes and enrolled in school again and now has this whole social scene that he's a part of and has a girlfriend and, you know, it's like he made a switch right there under that night sky. This is where, like, that, that natural setting is, can be so magical. I mean, we can try all the psychological things and therapies mm -hmm. and all sorts of things like that. But, but in this case, it just seems to me the starlight, the night, the mountains, the heat of the natural springs, the, the natural surroundings... They were magical. Mm -hmm. Do you agree? Was yeah, wilderness is huge for this. It's such a mirror for our own vastness. It can hold everything. We are wild, and it just reflects our wildness to us, that we can be it all. Every single part of us is okay. And then it's freaking gorgeous as well. So it incites this inspiration and our own intuition and our passion and the sense of being alive. It's healing. And for us, as we craft the trips, we craft in circles at the beginning that make that safety known, that they're going to be blessed and appreciated for who they are and making it safe to actually open. So they don't have to to contort themselves to some sort of expectation you have of, mm -hmm. of how it's all going to turn out for them. I know that you have a lot of tools in your medicine bag, so to speak, that you can call on, the different ways that you can facilitate in safe ways and, and that help, that are effective. But I think 
from what I get from what you're saying is that you never know what you're going to be called upon to do. And so you just have to be in that moment with them. Yeah, really responsive to where they are, like where they are, not going in with an expectation of how or when they are in any particular place emotionally or physically, but to meet them where they are in the trenches of it, so to speak, instead of telling, get out of the trenches, like actually sitting them, sitting with them in the trench of it and helping them get clarity on where they are and where they want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not being afraid of those uncomfortable feelings actually feeling them because those are actually the gateways into healing and who they actually are. So often when we feel something really intense, we want to get away from it and we name it and we think we figured it out. And it's actually by staying present with those that we work through them and we discover this whole other part of us that we are so much more vast than any feeling that we could possibly imagine. Our ground and our core is unshakable. It doesn't like, and so directing participants back to that place of the core place that is unshakable and that moves not here or there with the sadness is an aim that we have when we're out in those trips. Kelly, you use the word um, not being afraid for them. Mm. And boy, I think that that is such a key that however they are presenting themselves, you're as facilitators, you are not going into fear for them, like being afraid, oh, they're going to stay here forever. You just acknowledge where they are. How do you do this? I mean, I'm, I don't want to put that on you, but it just seems like there's a key there somewhere. It's a grand trusting in life that I don't have all the answers. How can we have all the answers? So here they are presenting in this moment with this level of intensity. And there's a gift there. There's a trusting that there's a gift there for them as well, and that it's not who they are either, the feeling. So seeing them as whole already, they're already whole, and they're having this experience and just holding them in that. And it also comes with a, an understanding that comfort and growth rarely take up the same time and place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> comfort and growth rarely yeah. take up the same time and place. Oh, goodness. It's possible, but usually it takes, it takes some pushing through that. It takes some being willing to sit in the soup of it in order to, you know, get the marrow from the experience. To, That's a good one. To sit with the challenge and see what it has to offer. So there's some patience involved. Yes. There, and, and trust. Yep. This is, as you say, that you see them as whole beings. Exactly. And you, so you see beyond that facade, but you're not resisting the facade at the same time. Right. Because if you resist the facade, you create separation, and there's a belief in the facade. And our beliefs about things are so strong that if you come up against that, they're just going to get more strong. So it's about dropping the position and allowing. So let's say if a parent says, well, I know that's not who you are. I'm pointing a finger as I'm saying that. Uh, That may not be the most effective way to Mm -hmm. reach that teenager. Yeah, the bridge is actually through being curious. So asking a question instead of like, why do you feel that way? Or how is it that you feel that way? What does it feel like? Being curious invites a level of 
feeling seen and understood and okay for where they're at. Or, or like asking them, um, well, when you decided to do this mm-hmm. act, whatever it was, what were you feeling? Mm-hmm. It, would that be a way of a way in that then starts to slow that process down rather than going into judgment? Yeah, maybe a question would be, we had this agreement. What did you make more important than the agreement? Right, with real curiosity, not with right. an accusatory. Exactly, but, yeah. without condemnation for yeah. acts. So that's that part of not being afraid for them and knowing that they're bi- they are bigger than that mm-hmm. one act or that facade. And we've all survived the teenage years somehow. <laughs> Some more intact than others. <laughs> so they'll go through this. Right. We're but how here. do you keep the relationship as paramount? How is it not about this one moment when they smoke pot? How is it my, my priority is my relationship with you? How do I keep the relationship my number one priority? Exactly. Exactly. Wonderful advice. Wonderful advice. And we could just talk about so many other things, but I think we've given a little highlight of the kind of work that you do and facilitate. I want to thank you so much for being part of the New Dimensions Cafe today. Thank Thank you. you. I've been speaking with Tom and Kelly Shellstead, and they are the facilitators and founders of Inner Guide Expeditions. And if you want to know more about their work, you can go to their website, innerguideexpeditions.com, or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org. I'm Justine Willis-Toms. I want to thank you for joining us on the New Dimensions Cafe, and I invite you, please do join us again. You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a thousand hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member, please visit us at newdimensions.org. New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support.